Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. There used to be a public service announcement on TV years ago, you may remember, where a dude dropped an egg into a hot skillet and said, This is your brain on drugs. 40-year-old Jose Espinoza of Franklin Square, New York, provides proof that sizzling sound you heard was real. Police say Espinoza Thursday made a trip to the doctor's office for an unknown reason, and after following that, returned home only to find that he had left something behind at the clinic. He called the clinic, and after describing the lost item, an employee went to find it. And upon retrieval, didn't call dude back to let him know. They called police because Espinoza told the nurse he'd lost his package of cocaine. <laughs> he was later arrested at his home on charges of drug possession. I remember those commercials, Cliff. This is, yeah, this is your brain on drugs. Made me hungry. I'm telling you, I just looked at that skillet <laughs> and thought, man, I could use some scrambled eggs right now. Well, here I said, Cliff, on a Monday morning, yeah. feeling like an armless competitor in a... Dung-throwing contest. <laughs> I foolishly looked ahead on the weather to see what was coming up. Yeah. The extended forecast, if you will. Yes. Why did I have to do that? Uh, curiosity, I suppose. Stupidity on my part. <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> well, there's a baseball game I was going to on Tuesday night. Okay. But the extended forecast says accumulating snow Tuesday night in the tri-state, and I'm like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. <sighs> so set 70 today, 65 tomorrow, snow tomorrow night. <laughs> accumulating snow That's... tomorrow night. <laughs> By the middle of April, I am so done with cold weather and snow, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. that it's not even imaginable how done I am. We'd each... Small community across this great land of ours has its own bit of history, sometimes intertwined with much larger historic events and figures, and some are more well-known than others. It seems odd that most people in Princeton would not know that a youth from Spencer County visited this town in 1827 to have sacks of wool carted by one of the only machines in the area that could do so. The 18-year-old Abraham Lincoln spent the night in the home of the machine's owner on West Broadway before returning to the log house in Spencer County that we all know about. Then there were those communities who have a history that everyone knows about, intertwined with a much larger historic fact, but town leaders would soon like to forget, like, say, Placerville, California. Some have argued that the role the town played in the California gold rush of the mid-1800s is part of history and should be treated as such, but others in the town say it gives them a bad reputation. Turns out, gold miners doling out their own form of justice on those who would rob them brought their suspects to Placerville, where there was apparently a surplus of rope. So much so, the town gained notoriety and people took to calling it Hangtown. In fact, the city's logo up until city council last week voted to change it, had a noose hanging from a tree over a gold miner. So the patches on the police officers' uniforms will be changed, but it's going to take a bit longer, though, to change all the street signs in town, ones that have a noose at the top and then say Old Hangtown on them as well. Historians say there were four lynchings in what eventually would become Placerville through the (laughs) mid-1800s. I never knew that Abraham Lincoln was in Princeton. See, I told you people don't know that. (laughs) 
<laughs> Where was it at that he stayed at? Do you know the it was, exact location? I don't know the exact address, but it was on West Broadway. So it could be probably within like three blocks from where I'm sitting right now towards the west. Could it because be? Because the town at that small was, was fairly small. Could it be here at Country 98.1? No, Did Abraham too, Lincoln that was, actually visit yeah. this? No. Nope. That was way, way out in the country back then. Boy, you uh, kind of shocked me this morning, Cliff, with that story. <laughs> I'd never heard that in my lifetime, that Abraham Lincoln You've was never around never heard here. that? Never. Well, surprisingly, Cliff, kick upon us. I can't find anything in Wikipedia <laughs> on that lady from Owensville. Oh, really? I may have to we, add the own story on there on Wikipedia. Was, uh, <laughs> we we have spoken about kick upon us at length, have we Yes, not? yes we have. Yes. I can't believe and, there's nothing in Google on that. And and now it appears as though it was all made up. It appears that way, yes. But yeah, wonder we, who did that. We know that's not true. That it is a true story in Owensville. <laughs> oh, we do, huh? <laughs> I know it to be true. Uh, I think. Well, of course, you, yeah, you know it to be true, because you have suffered through all the curses of kick upon us. There's not many people who can say that in their lifetime either, Cliff. <laughs> that an Indian maiden has cursed yeah. them for life. So, you know. Well, Cliff, I was reading this morning that uh, there is a link now, a strong link between obesity yeah. and hearing loss. Huh? Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, if um, if you're to the point that you're so big that your ears aren't letting sound in, <laughs> you probably need to cut back. It might be time to push back from the cheesecake. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> this is the day to push away the cheesecake. Yeah, yeah you're right. On our mm. Facebook page, Cliff, I'm sure you haven't had time to look at it yet, but um, the question there is, yeah. it's a line from a movie that everyone should be able to recognize instantly. Okay. And our Facebook friends have went crazy. There's over <laughs> 80 comments on there, Cliff. And my batting yeah. average right now is about 30% of the ones really? that I actually know. <laughs> and the ones I don't know, I'm really kind of scared to mention the line because I don't know what kind of movie it came from. <laughs> and I know some of our <laughs> wonderful Facebook friends <laughs> will put stuff on there that will have me say a line that seems innocent but yeah. everyone that knows the movie is like, I can't believe you mentioned that movie. So I'm a little nervous here about even mentioning any of them, Cliff. The ones I can mention, yeah. You Can't Handle the Truth. Yeah. I hated that show. Absolutely hated that one. Why is that? I was rooting for Jack Nicholson to win. Oh, okay. Here's Johnny. I remember seeing that at the theater. Yeah. Uh, we're on a mission from God. The Blues Brothers, yeah. But um, then we get into some here and... Yeah, I don't know what I'm not even going to say them, Cliff. You're just going to have to go to Facebook page, we and Cliff in the morning, because I'm not sure where they come from. Are there any bad ones on there that you see, Cliff? Well, I mean, I'm 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 looking, um, but again, there's there's a many. I mean, you know, there's a there, the line from uh, uh, Oh darn, I'll be back, Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> I picked the wrong day to quit sniffing glue. That's up your alley, yeah, Cliff. I know that's that one. airplane. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. So. Uh, oh my goodness! Uh, um, why is the rum gone? Do you know that one? Uh, no, no, I don't. Hmm. I'll have what she's having. Do you know that one? Yeah, that's. I believe that's when Harry met Sally, and I'll probably have to tell you that scene off the air. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> 
perfect pick there, huh? Well, Cliff, next month, of course, is Mother's Day, and the question yeah. always goes about what do you get your mom or your wife for Mother's Day if they yeah. say they don't want anything? Birthdays uh, included in that. Mm-hmm. 88% of the guys surveyed said they're going to go ahead and get something, yep. which is probably a good idea because when they asked the ladies, 63% of those who said, I don't want anything, expect a small gift anyway in case, you know, you want to know that. <laughs> That's the difference between men and women. If a guy asks another guy, yeah. what do you want for your birthday? And the guy that's having the birthday says nothing. That's he what means, he's going to get for his birthday. And he means nothing. He means nothing. <laughs> and he's going to look at you and say, dude, why are you asking me anyway? We don't exchange gifts on birthdays. <laughs> and if True. a guy yeah. that's having a birthday receives mm-hmm. a birthday card from one of his guy friends, I'm going to give you a little heads up here. Yeah. Especially if that gift of a birthday card is given in a group of people. Follow the first rule of the birthday card club. Do not open that card amongst a bunch of people. It's going to be something obnoxious, Cliff. That's going to be a cut down for you, the birthday boy. Kind of like the scene from that movie that I had to tell you about. Yeah, I wish I hadn't even brought that. Of all the ones, there's 111 (laughs) comments on that, Cliff. Yeah. And I picked that one. That's the one you picked out. You can't handle the truth. would have been a lot better. This certainly isn't the first time we've talked about a criminal leaving incriminating evidence behind at the scene of the crime. But it is the first time that evidence will leave a memory you'd soon not have. Francesca Wickoff lives near Phoenix, Arizona with her husband, who apparently got into some sort of argument with a neighbor last week. And while the couple may have thought the disagreement with the neighbor was over, the neighbor apparently believed there was more to be said on the subject. Wickoff said she believes the neighbor returned to their home early Thursday morning and in the darkness slashed the tires of her SUV. There was, as you might expect, just one problem. Whoever did the need, neighbor or not, severed a finger in the process and left it laying on the driveway nearby. Wickoff told a local TV station that she went out to the next morning and found the finger along with extensive blood stains on the concrete as the suspect apparently fled the scene one finger short. Authorities say they expect to be able to finger the culprit in the case, expecting to catch him red-handed. <laughs> you think the police will take that finger in Oh yeah, they, and they make a fingerprint it. of it, Cliff? Yes, without a doubt, yes. <laughs> you... There's no reason to slash the tire. Just poke it will work. That's all you need. Poke. Yeah. (laughs) There's a new survey, Cliff, that says most Americans would like to end the lifetime appointments for Supreme Court justices. Okay. And it's not even close. Now, do you know, Cliff, do they ever televise any of the um, court proceedings from the Supreme Court? Or is that like a close to the public kind of thing? Well, um, they don't put them on TV, but there are audio recordings that I believe you can find in some spaces. And, and I, I, I haven't listened to them. I don't know where you would go to do that. But I believe that they are, they are made public, that you can hear uh, just the audio of the justices hearing a case. I think it would be nice and would 
you know, draw a lot of interest if they yeah. would, uh, you know, have TV cameras in there and yeah. no commentary, just let people do their thing in court so you yeah. can kind of watch it. And mm-hmm. as far as the Supreme Court nominees, every one of them has a retirement date. They just don't know when it is. <laughs> It's already set, the day and the time and all of that. Yeah. And then during the court proceedings, when their time is up, the floor opens up underneath their seat. Yeah. And they're gone. I was going to say, was, is like some security guard going to come in and go, tapping you out today? No. The floor is going to open up and they're gone. And okay. They could be right in the middle of something, Cliff, talking. You could write in mid-sentence, yes. And... Your time is up, and we're trying to get another one. That is must-see TV right there, Cliff. I would watch yeah, that. Right. Huh? No matter how boring the case is they're yeah. hearing, I would actually watch that if there was a chance that they would be gone in an instant. Yeah. I can't believe, Cliff, it's been 30 years since Pete yeah. Rose was banned from baseball for gambling on the games. Really? That doesn't I seem possible. it been that long. It's yeah. been that long ago. Of course, he was doing that while he was the manager of the Cincinnati Reds. Yes. And now, and whether you like him or hate him or whatever, this guy has found more ways to make money than anybody (laughs) I know. You're right. You can't get a free autograph from him for nothing. He's always getting paid. I know for a time he was at Caesars Palace out in Vegas on like two days a week. People would come up to his little booth and he would sign anything for a certain amount of money. And now, Cliff, he yeah. has a deal for $89 a month. Yeah. He will tell you the teams that are going to win that day in baseball for a whole month. $89. So, so the, the man who was banned from baseball for betting on baseball is now giving odds for people who want to bet on baseball. Correct. <laughs> He says he's not thumbing his nose at Major League Baseball because he's actually not yeah. putting any bets on his predictions for what he's telling you. Of course, we've heard this story before, Cliff, that he's not betting this on anything. True. But yeah. that doesn't an, give you a lot of confidence no. as a purser, person playing, paying $89 <laughs> if he's not putting any money on it either. I wouldn't be a little leery of that. skin in the game in order for it, yeah. I would think so. Optics. It's it's all about optics. Question I have for you this morning, Cliff, is about fishing. Fishing? Yes. Okay. Is there some reason why every time someone sends in a picture or a video of the fish that they've caught, yeah. they also include a picture of the, um, well, looking into the mouth of the fish down into its <laughs> guts? I don't understand that. What's the point of that? There has to be a reason I, I, for that. I, 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 I couldn't begin to tell you. Have you not noticed that, Cliff? I have noticed that, yes. Especially if it's, you know, like a largemouth bass. We've got to see the mouth, perhaps just to prove that it's indeed a largemouth bass. You, I, I, but I don't understand why. You could almost show me any fish except for a swordfish, and my first yeah. guess is going to be largemouth bass because I don't <laughs> know one fish from the other. <laughs> Sunday, Cliff, the Oscars are on. Okay. And they think because their ratings have been falling year after year, last year I believe was the worst ratings they've ever had, those in charge are thinking that in order to make the ratings go up, they're encouraging Mm -hmm. 
the winners to give longer speeches than ever before. <laughs> well, really? <laughs> they get 45 seconds before you hear yeah. the music playing. But this yep. year, mm-hmm. they get to talk just about as long as they want to after they win. Hmm. That's how you make the show feel much longer, Cliff, than it really is. Isn't it, isn't it like four hours long already? It's something like that. It's huge. It's like, you know, there there's always that, the way the TV works, to finish by 10 o'clock so that the news, the local news can start at 10 o'clock Central Time. But the Oscars is one of those shows that they don't even really try. I mean, it's like they already don't try to finish on time. It runs on till quarter till 11. Now it's even going to be worse. I'm not sure they thought that went through, Cliff. I'm not so sure they did. That's enough to make Alan Jackson grumpy. (laughs) It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Now, you've got to listen carefully to this, Cliff, because um, this is the longest movie ever to get a wide release. There have been three others that are longer, but they weren't really widely released at the movie theaters, okay? Okay. So. Would you have a guess by any chance, Cliff, what this could possibly be, not counting Greece? <laughs> Which just seemed like forever. Oh, man. Five hours at least. <laughs> you got a guess, Cliff, of what you think it could possibly be? I, I don't know. I mean, someone said um, Titanic, but I, don't, I think there's been something in wide release that was even longer than Titanic. You would be correct there. Okay. And it was released in 1940. Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. The movie version was three hours and 46 minutes long. Wow. Yes. Any longer movie that's come out since then has Mm -hmm. been chopped down for theaters or not widely released. Three hours and 46 minutes. Hmm. I never seen that at a theater. Is there an intermission in this thing? I don't believe so. Because I can't no. sit for three hours and 46 minutes, I'm telling you. <laughs> there is no way. Could you? Yeah. No. Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning Roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. An Indian maiden has cursed them for life. Number two. An armless competitor in the dung throwing contest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a visual. Yeah, it is. You're right. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. If you lose a finger, take it with you. You might need it later on. Words of wisdom right there. Especially if you're, you know, slashing tires. Not that we're encouraging that. No, no, no. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.